0: I'm Christina, and I'm Megan, and and this this is the the Aftermath of sex. Sex. Here we are again for another episode of Birth Adventures. We're really excited. We have three stories here from three lovely ladies who birthed their children. Yay. Yeah. So, but we need more birth stories. Yeah. We like have almost none left. And so we can't give them to you if we don't have them. And they're so cool and special. They're so great. We really love the um, Birth Adventures episodes. And so do you apparently yeah. a lot of you really are enjoying them. And I love it because I feel like it's just a really great way for us to like come together as birthers and share, you know, this camaraderie. Yeah. And,
1: you
0: know. and s- celebrate our special moments yeah.
1: with, you know, these yeah. huge events that happen because yeah. we just, don't always get to talk
0: about, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's really fun. And every story is so different. And even if you think your birth is boring, like my grandma said, well, my birth was boring, but it that's, Impossible. It's How can it be boring to birth a human? <laughs> Look, exactly. It's, it's extraordinary. Yeah. So send us your stories yeah. at theaos411.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are forms. You can scroll down to the towards the middle bottom of the website. Yeah. And right send there. them to any form. Don't worry about the right one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, you know, savvy. It says birth adventure and has a button. It does. It's
1: pretty easy. It is. But let me know if it's not, and we'll try to change it up. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And if you have other stories, Vaggie Tales. um, Yeah. You know, questions. Granny
1: stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. granny, 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 granny,
0: Granny Tales. Granny Tales, which would be like the, you know, a grandmother or other family members' take um, on your birth on or your somebody birth. else's
1: birth yeah um, or a birth that they might have been the catcher because yeah. those could be fun. yeah, that's really fun. um also somebody recommended
0: like um your first period like when your <sighs> first period happened. oh my gosh, please can we have first monarchy stories like first the- monarchy or the, or the um the first moon stories? Yes <gasps> yeah, that would be so good. yeah, oh yeah. My. Wait, first, hold on. The first moon—it's like um, the first moon party. Have you heard of these? No, I think I was going to talk about it in some. No, it's like <laughs> a party—a period, your first period. party. Oh, like a period party. Yeah, but I think we did talk about first moon. I oh. think they're called a first moon party. Oh, there's like this commercial for period products that <laughs> I uh, show to my students every year when we get to the female reproductive system, reproductive system. Because it's just this, it's like, it's a commercial, but it's really, really hilarious because <laughs> this mom throws a first moon party for her daughter who faked her period. Oh my using, gosh. Using um, nail polish. And it was so funny. That is funny. And I bet you that, like, um, was like an icebreaker into
1: a topic <laughs> that kids giggle about. Oh, yeah. You're
0: like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, well, in my, I get, so, they have already been, um, they desensitized to things like that in my class. Yeah. Because we talk about.
1: I mean, when stuff. I come in there and I start acting a fool, yeah, they're pretty serious about asking me questions yeah. about my job and what yeah. I do, and so
0: I know. yeah, they're into this healthcare
1: stuff. Yeah, they love this. They do. Yeah, well, um,
0: that yeah, send in your stories. Yeah, send in your stories. Any any stories that you feel would. Yeah, for the
1: subject, matter. and if you have um, an idea or yeah. something that you think would be great, yeah. or you have a topic idea, yeah. send it in. There's a yeah. place for that
0: as well. Yeah. Or a um, question if you have, yeah, like why is this happening to me? We may not know the answer, but we can like find maybe something, yeah. And if
1: you're interested in it, yeah. well, and we don't know, that's going to encourage us yeah. to actually go find out because yeah. we want to know. We do, that's just who we are, yeah. as individuals. We like to know so. Stuff. Yeah, and I'm gonna try not to cry today.
0: Okay, well, I'm gonna do my best. If you do though, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you clearly are in the right uh, calling. Yes. That,
1: you know. Yeah. Well, don't
0: make me cry before we start. Oh, that's sorry. not
1: fair. <laughs> <laughs> I do love what I do, and I think that's why I can do what I do, and hopefully, we'll be able to do what I do forever. Yeah. Well, until I'm well, ready. Until so you're to, ready to
0: not do it. Anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Should we get started? Let's do it. Okay. So the first one is from a lovely gal named Denise and she titles this Charlotte Nicole. Hello ladies. First off, you're doing great. Oh, thanks. I love the podcast. Your friendship really shines through and I feel like I'm sitting around with a bunch of women talking about our female experiences with each other. So kudos to the both of you. That's really sweet. And that's our goal. We want people to feel like we're just friends Yeah, having a little yeah. campfire talk. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah, I really love that. Thank you. This is going to be a long mm-hmm. one in many ways. <laughs> so I'll just get right into it. I am a planner. that That's problem one.
0: Oh, no, I'm getting planner too. <laughs> I am a super planner. So I get it. I understand, Denise. She says, I plan everything possible.
1: Oh, no. I plan every possible thing in my life. And the things I can't plan, I think up every possible scenario and consider what I would do if that happens. My first birthing experience is not a scenario I ever imagined. During my first pregnancy, I decided I wanted to give birth at the birthing center at IWH. I don't think this exists anymore. She's right.
0: She is right. It's sad, but I know I'm so glad it was there for me. Yeah. All that matters. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm sorry. It, it it is sad.
1: Um, but I am going to tell you that I feel better Mm -hmm. that it, because it was just really hard to staff yeah. and mama's had to get anyway, yeah, long story, a but it. it isn't um, yeah. open anymore. And, and so it's a bittersweet for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm terrified of needles. And that was my main motivation to not have our baby at the hospital. Yeah. That's a lot of people's motivation, actually. If Do you don't have their baby at the hospital, cause they're afraid of needles. Really? Yeah. So like if you remember Francine's story yeah. um she didn't want to go to the hospital cuz she hated needles.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Because uh, there's a lot of negative
0: associations well, there, to the hospital and needles is true. one of them. And needles is one mm-hmm. of them. It's true. Yeah, you can though. You can refuse yeah absolutely needles. just so you guys know you can refuse the needles
1: you i i don't like to say it as refuse i like to say uh, you can decline decline because yes. refusing seems like, like you're you're, you're like yeah you're yeah. going against yeah. what you need to do but yeah. declining is just yeah. a pleasant way of saying no, no thanks. thank you yeah i yeah. love that yeah so uh back to the story sorry awesome. <laughs> Um at around 36 weeks pregnant I started to show signs of preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. I had to monitor my blood pressure and do two 24-hour urine analysis, which consisted of me collecting my urine in a giant burnt orange jug even at work which was fun I love smiley how she face.
0: described that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: that's what that's exactly what
0: they are. Giant
1: burnt orange. <laughs> yeah. And they're like huge. They're like they leaders, They're like big leaders. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um I remember Christina calling me at work on February 22nd, 2017, and telling me after receiving the results that she wanted me to go to the hospital to be induced. I felt like all of my perfect planning had been ruined and my body had betrayed me. Aww. I asked Christina when she thought I would actually give birth and she told me it's different for everyone, but I wouldn't be surprised if you had your baby to my ear tomorrow. I don't know why I said why? that. Why did you
0: say I'm that? i I think we talk, discussed
1: this in the last yeah. episode. With a patient of Tanya's. Yeah. yeah or a mama of Tanya's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, sometimes we think, think we know. you
0: think. Yeah. But that's just
1: goes to tell you, we don't know. Yeah. This is all. Nobody knows. The mystery,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I called my amazing doula, Jenny, and I told her what was going on. She was with me every step of the way and, she, um, and said she would be right over to the hospital to help me get started. I left work, packed my bag. We hadn't done this because I was 37 weeks pregnant and didn't think we were there yet uh, and headed to the hospital. Once we got checked in and, and into our room, the nurse had me sit down and put my IV in. She attempted on both of my arms and was unsuccessful. Oh, I'm sorry. She kept saying, the vein just blew, which made me feel like I was going to pass out. And I finally asked her to stop talking about it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. shoot. Christina was at the hospital after just delivering another baby and came in to say hi. I think she saw that I had no color in my face and immediately asked me what was wrong. Being the amazing midwife she is. Um, so that was sweet. Thank you. Um, she let me have a break and then she put my IV in herself. And got it on the first try. Yeah.
0: Christina is very skilled at IVs. Everyone. I love starting a good yeah, IV. She's very skilled. I like poking people. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's, kind it's of a dirty pleasure.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you don't get to do it as often as a midwife. No,
1: about that's so true. But I um I do it in the office every once in a while to keep my skills up. Yeah. And oh, that's good. I still think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. Mostly. I got a really hard stick the other day. It was quite satisfying. Oh, it's so satisfying when nobody else can do it. And you're like, yeah. let me just give it a try. Do it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, sorry, back to her story. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny got there shortly after and immediately gave me one of the most amazing uh, foot massages I have ever experienced to help calm me down. While I knew I needed to be induced because of the preeclampsia, I really wanted to avoid Pitocin. Mm-hmm. I had heard many awful stories about it. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of negative. Um, associations with Pitocin as Mm -hmm. well. Although it can be really good. Yeah.
0: So it's it's a tool.
1: Yeah. Christina had them start me on miso every two or four hours, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) When I got there, I was less than a centimeter dilated, but I was most of the way effaced. I think that was the right word. Yes, Yes, it is. Anyways, we decided, uh, or we did about 24 hours of the miso and that got me to about two centimeters. The next day, Christina said we would try cervidel, which is another material similar to a uh, a shoestring that they put in my into my vagina and maybe my my cervix question mark. So I love that she remembered all that. Yeah. That's so cool. But we we don't put it in. We put it behind the cervix, and it is a prostaglandin that just releases. Um, into the, you know, near the area so that it can soften and make the cervix a little bit more ready. Um, After having that in for, I believe, around 12 hours, that's exactly how long we leave it in, um, not much had happened. Bummer. I know the story. Yeah. She has, she just has, she's amazing. And she, she did perfect. Anyway. I'll continue. Okay. Um, I had dilated to around three centimeters. That night, Christina talked to me about a cook's balloon and said we could try that. So on day three, the cook's balloon was inserted. Now we're on day
0: three. Yeah. So we've had two days, a day of miso, like a day of Cervadil. Yep. Now we're going to a balloon, which yep. is also an extended stay. Yeah. Okay.
1: The pressure from the balloon was definitely uncomfortable but at this point i was happy to be feeling something she put that in all caps (laughs) going on in there when they took out the balloon um i was only four
0: centimeters dilated darn it darn it because you took out the balloon it didn't just come out yeah
1: yeah by day four day four Christina talked to me about Pitocin and I agreed that it was time to bring out the fake guns. (laughs) I agree. I was on Pitocin all day and night. And by the next morning when they checked me, nothing had happened. Is this her first baby? Yes. Oh dear. I believe it is. Yes no i know it is okay i was still four centimeters i it's gotta it's so
0: frustrating because this is four days yeah i think this is like five days now right
1: yeah we're on day five now maybe i think so she's gonna tell us but man i just um
0: it's just a hard it's a hard thing yeah, especially if you're a super planner. Yeah, because all the plans have gone. All right, they're crushed. They're they're definitely out. There's no plans. There's no. Plan. There, there's no way to plan for this. No. Yeah.
1: Not. As a provider, either. Yeah. <laughs> More so bothersome to her, but like trying to get her into labor was not yeah. an easy feat. Right. Apparently, so that was the moment that I finally broke down, crying, and felt devastated that I might have to have a C-section if my body didn't figure this out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I that's not part of the plan ever. Never, well, for, you know, And nobody wants yeah. that for you. Again, I'm terrified of needles, so the thought of surgery absolutely scared the bleep out of me. <laughs> Christina came in and told me she wanted to give my body a break from all of the medicine and let me rest. On day five, we just hung out in our room, ate food, and even convinced the nervous oh convinced the really? nurses to let my husband and I have some alone time to
0: help induce later. Really? Of course i've actually never i i probably encouraged it i'm sure that you did (laughs) the nurses on their own probably would Uh not have encouraged that yeah but i've never that never don't come in in. order yeah i've been (laughs) given yeah
1: okay cool (laughs) (laughs) at that point i was doing anything and everything i could think of to get this baby moving on day six we started pitocin again This time going up in the amount. And I was finally starting to feel my contractions more regularly. They checked me and I was five centimeters. Oh, that
0: was probably encouraging.
1: Yeah. Enough that Christina felt comfortable breaking my water to see if we could move it along. I knew that after that, there was only a matter of time before I would either deliver my baby or have a C-section. And by then, I allowed myself to be okay with either outcome. Oh,
0: I can't imagine, you know, like the ups and downs of yeah, that, that emotion. That's such, cause I'm assuming like, um, you know, that has been a discussion this whole time. Yeah. Or at least after day two. Right. Where, you know?
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm um, just glad her body was allowing her, yeah. like her blood pressures were stable yeah. enough to, to keep going. going. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shortly after Christina broke my water, I went into true active labor. My labor was intense, and I was so happy to be in pain. Yeah. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but
0: But I – Not to us, girl. Not to us. Yeah.
1: I had been anticipating that pain for six days, and it was finally happening. Charlotte was born around eight hours after my water had broken, and meeting her was completely worth the wait. I pushed for around 90 minutes, which is great. Yeah. At one point, the pushing wasn't doing much, and Christina encouraged me to feel the top Mm -hmm. of her head so I could visualize where she was. Initially, I said no, but when Christina asked me again several pushes Mm -hmm. later, I took her advice, and boy, did that work. After feeling the head with my fingers, I was able to give two or three more pushes, and she was out. My husband, Jenny, and Christina were my perfect team of supporters Mm -hmm. that kept me calm and focused and allowed me to have a natural birth after such a long time of waning. I um, I had had Charlotte... I had sorry, I had Charlotte on March first, and after I had had her, I told Christina and Jenny that when I found out I was pregnant, I was really hoping for my baby to have a single digit birthday. So in the end, it was probably my fault that it lasted
0: as long <laughs> as it did. I told you I'm a planner. Yes, uh, I love it. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's such a great story. I'm also so glad that you fill your baby's head. Yeah, I love that. Is I love it when people do that. A lot of people are grossed out by it, but it's. There's nothing gross about it. It's like literally your own bodily fluids and you can wipe your, it off. Yeah, and it's your baby's head. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. I, I mean, have a
1: lot of moms that tell me, like, I can already feel it. Yeah. But it's a different it's it's different. a different thing. And yes. I totally get it if you don't yeah. want to, but I feel but like I many have times to how it.
0: In your life, do you get to reach down to your vagina and feel it yep. a head coming out? Yeah. That's the like the person you're like totally in love with most of the time already. Yeah, most of the time. Well, you know, maybe sometimes <laughs> they're not. Expecting to
1: motherhood at yeah. its truth, right yeah, here. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What Love that story. Okay. This next story is from our dear friend Becky. This is this Evelyn's birth story. She titles it Hi, I'm Becky. I'm a labor and delivery nurse at FMH, and I have the immense privilege of working alongside both Megan and Christina Hart. Christina has been my midwife for both my babies. This story is of my firstborn, Evelyn. It was a lovely fall day when my husband, Nate, and I went in for our final prenatal appointment the day before my due date. I had been working full time and was just done being pregnant and working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nate and I decided we would go ahead with an elective induction. I had taken Christina's prenatal workshops where I learned that eating dates helps ripen the cervix. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, so I was very excited to find that I was already two centimeters dilated. I wonder how many dates. You have to seven eat. to nine a day. Oh, really? Yeah, seven to nine dates mm-hmm. a day.
1: I want to do an episode about let's do like oh, um, yeah. at home induction methods. Okay, what's good about them? What's
0: not good about them? Let's do it. Yeah, Um, <laughs> I love that. Um, Christina plays to cook's balloon, which we just recently learned about. Yeah, this is like a yeah, balloon episode. Is. Um, I thought, wow, that wasn't so bad. I don't know what all the fuss is with these. So sometimes people say that they hurt and they're the worst thing ever. And other people are like, Oh Ah, yeah. What's the fuss? Yep. She goes on to write my tune quickly changed by the time I got into the car. (laughs) I was super crampy and just wanted to curl up and go to bed. I was scheduled to be called into the hospital the next morning. My due date that night passed quickly. And we were excited to be on our way to the hospital the next day. I was admitted around 1 PM. The nurse checked if the cook's balloon was still in place and it came out with it with her tug, which is awesome. When that mm-hmm. happens. And I was five centimeters. I started contracting consistently without any other medication. So they just let me do my thing. Nate was an amazing support person always by my side and giving me sips of water. I was dilated to eight to nine centimeters by five, five or six PM. So good. Moving along. I got in the shower, which was amazing i never wanted to leave i had a good bit of bloody show and started feeling pushy so i decided i would get out and be checked the nurse told me i was complete and i felt like pushing yeah christina came in and being the amazing midwife she is knew i was wanting uh, wanting a hands-off approach so she didn't confirm the cervical exam she was a wonderful encourager and a calming presence Um, i pushed for an hour or so christina asked me if she could do an exam to see how the baby was moving I was all for the cause. I wanted to know how much longer this could take. She asked my labor nurse to check after her. Then Christina asked for something going on. Yep, something's <laughs> going on. Yeah. At which point I was like, "Christina, what is happening?" Yeah, because yeah. she felt the vibe in the room. I'm sure. Yeah. She's been there. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, what she said, no one was expe- expecting. She confirmed with the ultrasound that instead of coming out top of the head first, she was coming out face first.
1: Yeah.
0: I was a bit in shock. Christina called. Uh, Barak in to confirm, which he did. The option going forward was to have a C-section. Knowing all the amazing people who were taking care of me, I felt so much peace that this is what needed to happen to keep my baby safe. Mm -hmm. It's so disappointing though. Like her, her uh, reflection of that is really quite amazing.
1: Yeah. She would, she was just doing so beautifully and what a bum deal that the baby just entered. Yeah. You know, face first because yeah. you can't vaginally birth like that, right? Yeah, at all.
0: Um, okay, let's see. I lost my space. Sorry, I was just looking um, at Christina <laughs> while she was talking. Um, okay, so the option going forward was to have a C-section. Knowing all the amazing people who were taking care of me, I felt so much peace. Um, let's see. After doing the consent and getting all prepped, the team gave me and Nate a minute to ourselves. Yeah. Labor is my world, and I knew exactly what was going on. Uh, But Nate was in more shock than I was. I asked if he wanted to pray for us. He just started crying. Oh, and he doesn't cry easily. It's pretty scary when stuff like that happens. Um, I said a quick prayer for safety and was taken back to the OR. I had been given meds to help slow the contractions, but I still had the intense urge to push when they came. I was in no shape to sit for a spinal. So the anesthesiologist was amazing and did a sideline spinal. So nice. No. Yeah. That was really yeah. awesome. It's hard to sit on your bum. Yeah. Cause if you can't get that spinal and then you have to have general and be put to sleep. Yeah. That's not good either. The way of relief that spread down my body is hard to put into words. It was pure bliss. Oh. The nurse brought Nate into the OR and C-section. The doctor was orienting his partner, and then uh, C-section began. Sorry, oh, the C-section <laughs> began. Sorry, the doctor was orienting his partner. So I had the added gift of Christina being available to take pictures for us. Yeah. Oh. Um, Evelyn came out around 9 p.m. She looked rough to say the least. Her poor face was one big bruise. Yeah, I believe it because she was pushing against the fees. Yeah. That face. yeah. <laughs> and her lips would have been the envy of the Kardashians. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> They were something to behold. That's for sure. We were just so thrilled she was finally in our yes. arms. Recovery went well and Evelyn's bruises resolved within a day or so. She continued to sleep with her head craned back for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Becky. It's so sweet. Yeah. That was a great uh, story. That is a great story. And I just like love your... Realization and perception of it. Because you know how disappointing it is when things don't go your way. And how quickly things had Mm -hmm. changed for her. And how, like, you know. Because everything had been going, just textbook. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: yeah, it was just like she... It was just stage, you know, step by step, step by step. And it was just like how it was supposed to be. Yeah. And until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. And nurses it was curse. Her, I know the nurses curse. There's cursed. a thing. We've talked about it before. Oh, yeah. uh, it's 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 a real deal. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So our next listener, um, who is anonymous, says, My heart was pounding, and I was holding my husband's hand so tight that his fingertips were probably deprived of blood flow. Wow, this is a story. Yeah. Whew. Sounds like a novel. It does. My back was wet with sweat despite the 20 below temperature we just walked in from. We were standing at the admissions desk of the emergency room. I was 39 weeks and six days pregnant with our first child. And in case you were wondering, I was not in labor. (laughs) We were checking in for my scheduled induction for gestational hypertension. I was terrified and nervous, not of our labor or birth, but of being a patient, quote unquote, she put that, Yeah. and having an
0: induction. I feel that Mm -hmm. in my soul.
1: Yeah. I will stop here just for a moment to talk about the expectations that I think myself and other women have to reckon with. For some reason, I have grown up with the expectation that all of this was supposed to go a certain way a perfect pregnancy in which I was glowing and didn't gain too much weight, laboring naturally at home, showing up in time for Christina to catch my healthy baby, followed by perfect breastfeeding feeding experience with my perfect <laughs> breast full of milk. <laughs> if you had a child or perhaps work in the field of women's health, you know that this is the exception. That's so true. Yeah. And I knew better, but accepting that is a different story. I grieved the idea for weeks leading up to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. You know, I, just yeah. I yeah, get it. In my heart, I wanted only what was best for our God-given gift. But the prideful, vain, and inexperienced part of me had trouble surrendering to the circumstance and letting go of the ideal I had held myself to. Mm-hmm. Man so much yeah i mean we put so much on ourselves as moms we really do. it's just you want everything to be just so Mm -hmm. and it builds up in your brain and Mm -hmm. in your heart and then if it doesn't go that way it's like a huge um thing it's a devastation and then you have to reconcile it and figure out how to move forward yeah um she says my husband and i made our way upstairs to the labor unit and got settled the evening progressed in a somewhat predictable manner. I was given a medication called Cervadil vaginally. We just Is talked this
0: the third oh no, it's the second Cervadil. Yeah, then okay. we just talked about this. Yeah, all
1: right. <laughs> called um um, I was given a medication called Cervidil. That's the shoestring one that yes, goes behind yes. the uh, cervix vaginally to soften things up and maybe get labor started. I slept most of the night, my baby looking happy on the monitor and not too many contractions to note. The next day, Christina came to discuss the next steps. We decided on a cervical balloon. What? This is a
0: cervical balloon episode. We did not try. We No, this was an accident. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is so funny. But man, um, it makes it seem like I do them all day, oh, all day, every day. <laughs> I
0: don't. I promise I don't.
1: Um, this is a soft catheter with two fluid-filled balloons on either side of the cervix to basically squish it open. What a that great a- explanation. Seriously, Yeah. Uh, the insertion went smoothly and Christina left to the clinic. My nurse stepped out and my husband left to go check on the dog. I spent the next couple of hours with some dis- discomfort pacing around the room, but mostly resting and focusing on relaxing every muscle in my pelvis, which is so hard. I know.
0: It really is. But wise. Yeah. I recently had somebody tell me that they just couldn't stop clenching their butt cheeks. <laughs> every control- I just oh, can't stop clenching my butt cheeks. That's it's hilarious. so hard. No, yeah. it really is to relax. So yeah, yeah focusing on that is good.
1: Yeah. To try. At a certain point, the discomfort kind of became sharp. I went into the bathroom and tugged just a little on the catheter, and it plopped out, thank goodness. Not wanting to bother with the call light, to shout that something had just come out of my vagina, and feeling free from the discomfort, I walked to the nurse's station. This is not, I am
0: not surprised right now. <laughs> that is such a typical response from her. Yeah. I Or I would just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and she just,
1: <laughs> like, moms they just are like okay i'm gonna take I care of this it's yeah. fine yeah. you know um i walked to the nurse's station and told the charge nurse the good news yeah. <laughs> the rest of the afternoon things seemed to fizzle out my contractions were irregular and not uncomfortable in the evening christina came back and we decided to break my water i was around eight centimeters dilated wow She's moving right
0: along. yeah
1: Over the uh, course of a couple of hours, the contractions slowly increased in intensity, but nothing too terrible. Christina, the angel she is. Wow, people are really kind to me today, which is so sweet. Christina, the angel she is, didn't leave the hospital after she broke my water. Because you don't dress pregnant women after (laughs) you break their water. It just doesn't happen well. Right. She came in to check on me several times, offering her calming presence and comfort. My husband was ever present as well, rubbing my back, offering water, advocating for my needs, and also just being there with his whole being. Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, As things finally seemed to be moving along, I got in the shower while Christina started filling the labor tub. That was heavenly. I felt I could handle anything so long as I never left the hot water. <laughs> at one point, I even I told even wait, I even told my husband my contractions were puny. Wow. At eight centimeters, they were puny. Wow, I like yeah. that. Once filled, we moved to the room with a tub. This also felt great, but I began having a terrible pain at my pubic bone with every contraction. No amount of shifting, repositioning, or hot water could help. I was becoming restless and losing my calm demeanor. I thought maybe this all meant I should push. I pushed just a little with a few contractions to see what would happen. The pain was less and I kind of felt good to push. I asked Christina to check my cervix eight to nine centimeters. I was disappointed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you feel like it's time, but it's not quite. Yeah. Yeah. The pubic bone, the pubic pain increased and my coping decreased. I felt this. I fell into a strange state of moaning eyes half open and moving from one position to another. My husband remarked lovingly later that he felt trapped in a room with a wild animal. (laughs) Because when you're moving all over, you just, you don't stop moving and it's like, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Where are you going? What's doing out while you're like, it's okay. Right. It's okay. We're fine. Right. You know, (laughs) um, that was a pretty true description. I'm sure (laughs) I felt sick from the bikini. uh, I just mixed a whole bunch of words together. (laughs) I felt sick from the pain and began retching with every contraction. Oh, Oh.
0: that's well, that'll get you dilated. I hope it
1: worked. This also kind of felt good because puking used the same muscles as pushing and pushing relieved the pain. I knew I wasn't supposed to push yet, but I couldn't help it when I puked. My nurse brought me some effective medication and the puking stopped. At this point, I wasn't sure how much more I could take. I couldn't really change position without pain. I asked Christina for, um, I asked for Christina to come check my cervix nine centimeters. Was that change? Question mark. <laughs> I told her I needed something. I didn't know what she offered NuBain, an IV pain medication. Yep. That sounded great. Once it was given, I wanted to feel some, some surge of euphoric relief. Nope. Yeah. It did not come in that moment, but I was able to relax enough to change positions more and help my baby rotate out of her sunny side up position about an hour later i felt a subtle shift the pubic pain disappeared Uh and the pressure in my pelvis increased so cool that she could feel that kidding yeah and then she's like oh this is go time Yeah. yeah it took a few more contractions and some little bearing down efforts to realize i could now feel her moving down with the efforts i called christina once again back into the room and asked her to check Finally, I was completely dilated. Mm -hmm. People started moving about the room and the excitement for everyone increased. The mood was lifting. My spirits were too. Oh, the mood was lifting and my spirits were too. For the next little while, I felt so at peace and focused. I held my husband's hand and listened to only my body and Christina quietly and firmly coaching my pushing effort. The moments passed without my notice. And before I knew it, our daughter was crowning. My focus was broken by a terrible burning pain and then oh. reined back in by Christina's voice. And then all at once, Christina guided our sweet daughter into the world and onto my chest. She cried and opened her eyes almost immediately. I was so overwhelmed and grateful for it all for our daughter, my husband, my dear friend and midwife. And for surrounding, uh, wait, surrendering and letting go of control that happened almost without my knowing during the labor and delivery of our baby. Oh. That was sweet. And I'm sorry I couldn't make it through. Yeah,
0: that's all right. You, you just, you made it
1: through to the end. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's just so beautiful. I just love when um, mamas express yeah. that they find themselves yeah. or that they like, yeah. feel this shift yeah. because it's so powerful. Yeah. It is. yeah.
0: It's it a is really cool a, moment. It is a very, very cool moment.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Our anonymous friend. Yes. Yeah. Um, we want to hear more from you guys. Yeah,
0: send us your stories.
1: Tell us all the things. Yeah. Give us all the goods. We yeah. want to we want to hear it. Yes. You go to um 411com um, to give us all your stories, suggestions, ideas, questions. Yeah. All the things. All the things. We hope you felt enlightened today. Yes, I certainly did. Me too. Okay. Bye. Bye.